Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Welcome back to the holidays mini-series here on the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. Thanksgiving is behind us and Christmas is directly ahead of us. These few weeks can be so overwhelming. Did your kids have a bit too much sugar last week? A few extra meltdowns because of it? Did they refuse to nap? Oh, all of these things can be so challenging. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to remind you that I am dropping a tip of the day every day for the first two weeks of December. It's our 12 Days of Christmas Toddler Tips Challenge happening inside our private Facebook group. It's totally free, mamas. So go to Carl dot com backslash magic or use the link in the show notes to get in meet your community get some tips to get you through these next few weeks and more importantly put the magic in the holiday Welcome back to the Holidays mini-series here on the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. Today, we are talking about a biggie. This is travel season with tinies. Are you already feeling just a little anxious when I say it? So let's unpack this. What makes travel so hard for kids. And if we're being honest for ourselves, but I'm going to explain to you why it's so much harder for them. It's the, are we there yet? Right? There's so much they don't understand about the process. And the reason they don't understand is because it's a cognitive one. It's a thinking one. It's an experiential one. You are always in your head. You understand how far apart places are. You have a frame of reference for what three hours means. You know what distance is when you describe something as close versus we're still really far away. They don't understand miles. They don't have this sense of understanding. And when we don't understand something, it confuses us. And when it confuses us, it overwhelms us. And when we get overwhelmed is when we start to do what kids do on long trips. So think about it this way. Remember, if you've been with me for any length of time here on the podcast or with my core four parenting curriculum, my collaborative parenting methodology, you know that I teach there are five executive functioning skills that kids need to be practicing, to be successful as a human and in the world. And every single one of them is tested while we travel. The ability to wait, 
the ability to think flexibly. It might go this way. It might go that way. Oh, no. Now we're in traffic. Oh, gosh, a flight got delayed. Right? Time management. To understand this concept of time and be inside of it. Emotional regulation. We all lose our cool sometimes during these travel experiences. And then that sense of self, the ability to self-entertain, to know when I am alone in my own body, here are the things that I can be doing. All of them. So no wonder this is so hard for them. So how do we make it easier for them and therefore for ourselves? I want you to adopt this mindset shift. Let's apply some perspective here. You need to see it through their eyes, feel it through their lens. Ooh, I love that. Say it again. We're going to see this experience through their eyes and feel it through their lens. Because remember, they are the feelers. Everything about them is sensory. You are the thinkers in full-on problem-solving mode at all times. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it about the journey, not the destination. People say all the time, parenting is not a destination. It's a journey. True. True. But you actually have a destination this time around. You're going to grandma's house or you're getting on the plane and you're going to see Uncle Andy, who you haven't seen in 10 years. Or maybe you're going on a destination holiday. Ooh, that sounds fun. If you are, let me know. You're doing it. You have a destination, but you can't make the traveling about the destination because your kids don't. Your kids are in the moment of the journey. You need to be there with them too. So you are designing the experience. And now you've got to get inside where their cognition will allow you to frame it for them. Because, of course, you are headed somewhere. So you understand what near and far is. You understand what three hours versus 20 minutes. And you do this automatic comparison right? This perspective shifting of, oh, that's much closer. That's not going to work for them. So what I want you to do, because they're going to want to know how far away you are from the place you're going. And if you're close to getting there, right? Aren't we there yet? Um, And maybe that's just being stuck in a car seat and showing you they're unhappy. What I want you to do is play a game at home a bunch of times before you travel. We're going to proactively set you up for success here. You know, the near and far game, I think some people call it hot and cold, where you're physically moving your body to try to find something in your home and you're giving verbal cues. Hot means you're really close. Warm means meh, you're on the way, but you're not there. And cold means you're really far away from it. We are going to turn this game on its head and we're going to set you up for travel success. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to get, you're going to make three little cards that are colored. Pick your colors, make them your kids' favorites, whatever it is. I say blue. I'm going to go with blue, green, and yellow. 
It doesn't actually matter what the colors are. And then you are going to play this game inside your home where this thing is in the house. And you're going to start associating for your child far away is blue. You hold up that blue card. Oh, you're far away from it. You're really far away from it. When they're kind of in the mid zone, you can use another word and say, you're getting there. You're getting there. The yellow. Oh, you're getting there. The color changed. You're getting there. There's still a while to go, but you're getting there. And then when they're really close, they're just about to get it. You can hold up that green card and say, you're so close. It's going to happen any minute. You're so close. Condition them. Get their bodies and their brains to kind of come together in this way. Then on your journey, if you're, if you're going in the car, you could even put a little string and loop these so that they can go on your rear view mirror. On your journey, when you're just getting started and you're far away, put up the blue one. As you get closer, you can switch it to the yellow one. What I love about this is that instead of asking every time, your kiddo, assuming they're forward facing, of course, can look for themselves. They can auto check. It's like you looking at the clock, right? Are you looking at your, um, your countdown on how many miles are left on the GPS? They're auto checking. Oh, still blue. Oh, still blue. So far away. Last time that happened, I was upstairs and the thing I was looking for was downstairs. So far away. This is a way that you can bring all of that sensory experience together to give them a frame of reference. Okay. So what else? What else are we going to do? Because that's, you know, that's only going to give you so much bandwidth for the trip that you're on. Maybe it's a plane ride, right? And on a plane ride, you are going to have to be showing them. Or actually, visually on a plane ride, they now have those beautiful screens that show you where the plane is. So you can show them where you started, where you are, where you're headed, and do your color coding that way. So what else can we do? Remembering that all of this for them is sensory. So you want to have back pocket at the ready. Sensory games. That's as a kid. Did you ever play the I spy game when you were in the car? Did you ever look for license plates in the car? I looked for punch buggies. I'm dating myself here. They're little Volkswagen cars. I'm not even sure they make them anymore. And they came in a variety of colors and we would always be seeking. My little eyes would always be looking punch buggy blue, punch buggy yellow. And then I would keep track of how many I saw. Right? This is that self-entertainment that you can make into a game with whoever is with you in the car. Bring lots of books. Have a little container that is next to your kiddo and be ready to swap them out. It's like the toy swap at home, but we're going to do the library swap. Bring a variety. Only give them one or two to start. Only give them a couple. 
Don't throw everything you've got at this kid at the very beginning of the trip, or you have no trump cards to play, right? You want to slowly work through what you've got. Snacks go into that category. Um, Toys go into that category. Their favorite activities, right? Have this punch list of stuff that you know that as soon as they start to get super wibbly or super wobbly, they're, they're stuck, they can't move, whatever it might be. You're like, oh, okay, I've got the next thing that's going to engage their senses and bring them back down for a little while. Think of it as the, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If they're not hitting a threshold and you get to decide what the threshold is, crying for more than a minute, you decide. But if they're not hitting a threshold, don't keep changing the game. Run it until it just isn't working anymore. All right, now let's talk about sleep, travel and sleep. That's tricky stuff. So one of what you know is that routine is magical for sleep. So what is your child's sleep routine at home? What's their nap routine at home? Do you go to the bathroom or change a diaper and then you read a book, sing a song and put on their noise machine? Well, you're going to do the exact same thing in a car, on a plane. You can do these things. First, you want to stop. If you're driving, make a plan to stop the car. You're going to get out. You're going to let their physical bodies run, run, run. I was traveling recently and I was in the airport and I saw this toddler dad. Oh my gosh, he's my hero. I love him. And his little one um, clearly had recently learned to walk and was like obsessed with walking towards running. And so he just kept a little hold on the back of her, of her little hoodie gently, right? And ran behind her. And they went in circles and circles and circles and circles for a long time before boarding the plane. Great physical outlet strategy, right? Then I watched as 10 minutes before boarding, they calmed her back down, took out the bottle, let her eat. You could see her body just sensing a little bit of something different. Then they get on the plane, waited until takeoff to give her the pacifier kid went out like a light. We never heard a peep out of her. It was a five-hour flight. Strategies, routines, follow them. So if you are in a car, make a plan to stop. Let their body move, 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 move. Then do your sleep routine and tell them you're doing it. It's nap time. Isn't it weird that it's nap time in the car and not nap time at home? (laughs) Well, it is. It's nap time in the car. It's nap time on the plane let's change your diaper like we always do. Pick a book like you always do. I'm going to sing you your favorite song like I always do. And then in the car, if you bring the actual sound machine and on a plane, make either a digital recording or create the playlist that sounds really similar, right? Because you can get Wi-Fi in planes now. Put on little headphones, and let them go to dreamland. If you meet them where they are, you will be able to have travel without tears. I am 
thinking of you and rooting for you during this holiday season of travel. If you have a fun story that you want to share, you can always email me, karati at core4parenting.com. But better yet, rate and review the show. Tell us what you took away, your biggest takeaway from this episode. And you never know, I might be telling your story, calling you out in a future episode of Transforming the Toddler Years. Until our next episode, stay mindful and proactive as you transform the toddler years.